Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Battle Within, episode number 50. I'm Drew Neiman. Today on A Battle Within, Terry, my wife, and the inspiration for the program, and I sit down for another installment of Terry's Takes. If you haven't listened to these episodes before, this is where I bring up three topics to Terry around post-concussive syndrome and or traumatic brain injuries in general. Terry offers her candid, off-the-cuff responses to how she may feel or see the topic. Today's installment investigates making friends after experiencing a TBI with PCS, gifts from having the experience, and misophonia, which is an acute reaction to sound. But first, if you're new here, A Battle Within is about our life experiences and those of our guests dealing with and healing from post-concussive syndrome, otherwise known as PCS. The conversations are real roar and uncensored from both the survivor and the caregiver's perspectives. From time to time, we also get medical professionals involved so they can offer their expertise as well. It is our desire that this platform be a useful way to create awareness around the invisible injury and help those in the battle, whether that is you, the patient, or you, the caregiver. One way to do that is to share, so please do share. As always, we hope you find the information offered here to be useful. And please note that Terry and Drew, we are not medical professionals. We are offering our own experiences, perspectives, and the information we have learned via our own research along the way. Okay, on to the latest installment of Terry's Takes. Enjoy the conversation. Hi, Terry Neiman. Hi, Drew Neiman. Terry, do you know what today is? Something you're probably very excited about, but don't know why. Today, we're actually recording our 50th episode of A Battle Within. That's cool. Yeah. It's 5-0. Very cool. I, I think so. Are you proud of this? I am very proud of yes? our work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. I, I am too. As you know, for the folks out there that Terry and I We've been producing this podcast for close to a year now, and it's no easy task, especially as you're continuing to cover. And we've kind of had some setbacks here in recent times, but here we go again. I thought the best way to celebrate was to have another episode of Terry's Takes. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. 4.0. Terry's Takes. Uh, it's been takes. a while. And yes. It's been a little while for yeah. Terry's Takes. Okay. Can you think of a better way to celebrate, Terry, than that? Oh, no. <laughs> I love these episodes, and I know they're your favorites as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only saying that because I know it's not. You say you don't like them, but you enjoy them on the, on the end after, they're, after we're done and they're all edited and out there for the world to hear. I know that to be the case. So are you ready? As ready as I'm going to be, Drew. Okay. Here we go. Terry's takes number one. Okay. The topic is friendships after a TBI. Okay. Now, this is a topic that comes up quite a bit in the world that we live in this community. It's come up with us recently in recent times as well. And I'm interested in getting your take on it. You know, naturally, as time passes and people get older, friends come and go. That's just part of life. And it could be related to geographical change of interests. Things, you know, and a million other reasons, right? Right. So my questions to you on this are as follows. Have you seen any changes in the friendships since your own injury and that are directly related to the injuries? 
Yes. Can you give a few examples? Oh, I thought you had another question. No, I do, but. Most of my friends were based through work. Right. And now that I'm not in a brick and mortar place working, my friends just, I had to get creative. How do you meet friends if now, I mean, in my past, it was either work or through my children. When my children were growing up through sports, um, meeting other moms or parents, running to the same soccer fields, things like that. And then my kids grow up. So then it was just kind of work-based. And that's really how I made friends. Yeah, that was where I spent the majority of my time. So now it it is more through other people who are out there my age or that are in similar situation than me. And I just created like a meetup or go to community stuff where other people with brain injuries might be that kind of thing. So it's also, but it's also the meetup group that I, I created was for women my age that just wanted to do activities of various different things that I wasn't feeling as lonely and I made friends that way, you know, games. Do you think like that, that. that it actually helps you in your recovery because you're being active and trying to find new friends? Get my mind off of feeling isolated, lonely and not doing anything and and like more of I find my life's more enriched when I, there's people, you know, that like that, like to be surrounded by them, but it's also difficult for me to be surrounded by too many. So it's kind of like, I catch 22. What was the question? Cause I don't know if I veered off task here somewhere. You did a little like, bit. I wanted to know yeah. if, if you've seen the, the changes in your friendships since your injury and, and making new friends. But yeah, because of how I make them and where I make them is different. I mean, people are people. Mm -hmm. So they're not, the kinds of people aren't different other than that I do gravitate more towards people who have brain injuries. Like I make friends, like I, I didn't do that before, obviously. Well, maybe not obviously, but I didn't. You also have a lot of friends that are new in your life that aren't brain injured. Oh yeah. So. But that's from the meetup? Yes. That's what I'm, I'm getting at. Do you find those folks to be kind and receptive and understanding of oh, you and your injuries. So much so. Okay. That's what I'm trying to find out about. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like the best people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you found comfort in forming these friendships? Because they only know Terry after the injury. They don't know Terry before. And so they've heard what I've said. And, right. And they, and they listen. So do I find comfort in their relationships? Yeah. yeah I get a, a lot from their friendships. Makes me feel good. It it just fills my bucket. So with that being said, tight knit friendships and relationships can be turned on their head due to a TBI. Right. Did you find that to be the case for yourself as it pertains to friendships and relationships in your life? Did that happen? For you and me, that we went with this and worked at it, but it was work. And uh we found our footing. I felt that with a lot of people in my family, like you know, Brock and mm -hmm. Kyle, that's my children. And But then there were some other people maybe that I was really close with that maybe never really knew me before really well. And then this just made it the divide even greater. Thought maybe we were really close. Maybe we really weren't. 
Especially when filters or lack thereof come into play. Yeah. <laughs> play into it too sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. The, do you think that this was built, like the separation was built around a lack of understanding and like a flight and fight mechanism kind think, of kicks in? I mean, it could be for some people, but I also think it may just be just such vast differences between the two people. What would you recommend being that you've had both of these experiences about people making friends after the TBI. I try not to linger. I can't change anybody's way they feel about me. And it's not my business anyway, how they feel about me. So I'm learning to embrace that and be like, not my business. It's not my issue. It's not my problem. I can only just be me and love me. And if they don't, there are other people that will get on my energy bus and be okay with me. Be like, I like you. You're all good. That is what I'm going to focus on. I can't, if we just always look at and stay at like what's not happening or the negative or what we don't have, that's a horrible place to be in. We need to look at who is there, what we do have, and who's going forward with us. And that's a beautiful place to be in. So it's kind of like keep pedaling, so keep moving forward. Yeah, there's always positives. As far as your recommendation, now, what I'm hearing in terms of building friendships is just to kind of keep moving forward and keep looking for them in, in, in the places and being deliberate about it. Right. And like I was feeling sorry for myself, so I think this needs to be said yeah. prior to all of this stuff. And I was like, what do I need? And I couldn't find it. So I built it. Yeah. Yeah, you so- did. Um, I, I just say, do that. If you can't find it, you it's not there, make it happen. All right. On to Terry's takes number two. Okay. The topic this time that I want to get your take on is the gifts from having this experience. Well, that's a good topic. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wanted to bring this up because a few episodes back, you spoke to the fact that you felt liberated in some ways, right? No filter. No filter is one way. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that. Well, Uh, not no filter, but thinner filter. Right. Exactly. You called it a gift Mm -hmm. that that filter, I wouldn't say is gone, but there's much more comfort in not worrying about it so much, right? Want me to explain that? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Well, I feel like when you're holding everything in, you have a big, large filter and you hold everything in that it goes somewhere. And it can eat at you and it yeah. can destroy your psych and your person and your physical well-being even. Yeah, I want to know more than just the filter part though. About other gifts? Yeah, other but gifts. I, well, let me go with the filter. Let me just finish yeah. this train of thought. Okay. So if, but if you release that in a, in a way that's not going to do more harm and then you have more uh, crap to worry about, but you know, like in a good way, um, so that's been a good filter because now you're not storing that in in, in you and letting that do yeah, like. you're releasing it. So it's good because you're doing that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair point. Kind of like when you're exercising and you're releasing and getting that, get that stuff out. Has it helped you in other areas emotionally such as empathy or tolerance? Yeah, that would be definitely gifts because I am much more empathetic to you never know what other people are going through. You just never know. You cannot tell. And so just be kind because you don't know. 
and and it cannot it may not be physical it might not be a, it might be something um emotional or emotional based or mental based who knows you know what they're going through who knows we don't ever know unless they tell us and even then we don't even know if that's the whole story right mhm so to just give grace okay like you say there was another one that you had said it was empathy and tolerance Oh, okay. Do you want me to talk about that? Yeah, I want you to talk about all of it. I'm trying to get your perspective. I think my tolerance is higher for people. Okay. And, like the filter is there. Like I, I, that's lower. Like I don't put up with like first world problem. Wow, wow, wow. We talked about that, yeah. and and um, just people being a holes. That's where really where it irritates me. Like if somebody's being an a hole, I've never liked that to begin with, and I've always wanted to be. Or of, you know, advocate for children, advocate for animals, and advocate for, like, the underdog. You know, like, don't be mean. That tolerance has gone down. But the tolerance for people and their needs has gone up. Like, I'm much more patient. So for somebody who might be having a struggle. But people are struggling, yeah. Have you, well, we talked about a little bit about the friendships part. But have you developed new interests that you like now that you didn't have before? Well, yeah, because I was never a podcaster. So this is very different. And I was not, I was a huge, uh, like to read. I was a reader. And I don't really like to do that still because my eyes tire. Yeah. And it can create symptoms. So I can get, Say like a half hour, maybe. Yeah, maybe. If that, maybe maybe yeah. if that. But so really picked up a lot of listening ways of learning, like Audible and podcast, and so that's new. Okay, what about your oils? You want to have your oils? Uh, yep, definitely. Um, so Some wellness uh, in natural ways. So I liked oils before. We talked about this before. Yeah. I, I did the all sense the of cosmetics, more, yeah, right? But no, I like them now even more for just. Everywhere. They're everywhere. Like, I need a bigger house to house them all. <laughs> I'm still making shelves. <laughs> you make shelves, yeah. true. <laughs> uh, but I also found even the use of a chiropractor just going for the benefit of, like, wellness. Like, right. Keep me good. It's still about me out of pain and keep me straight. But even if I wasn't, I would go on a regular because I know the benefits of how, how good it is for me. Where before that wasn't really there. What other interests might be new since your injury? Can you think of anything more that might be new? Since the injury? Yeah, I'll tell you one. No, don't tell me yet. See if I think of it. Maybe that would be boring. A big old long pregnant pause here. No, that's okay. That's why I hit the edit button. (laughs) Take them out, remember? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. They happen every now and then. If you guys really heard the legit whole way the podcast Oh, they went. can now because we're, we're videotaping this. <laughs> oh, God. No. <laughs> I have a lot uh, of no. times where I make him repeat or this these long pauses. That's okay, but I, I'm it's I been worse it up. today. And poor Jessie from, from her uh, episode the other day when I was like not with it. Jessie will so be fine. She will be fine. You guys go back and listen to that episode. Yeah. You'll notice I'm much more yeah, quiet. Was, <laughs> My yeah. words aren't coming together. Yeah, if you haven't listened to the last episode, that's the one that Terry's talking about. I was so she, symptomatic. Yeah, she was not having a good day when we chatted with Jesse and Chris. So yeah. that's what Terry's talking about. Terry has a new fascination for the Renaissance. 
that was never there before. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> no, I always like that stuff, but I've been really learning about it. Right. History. <laughs> Not like, history. Yeah, science. I like science. You like science, but you had no interest whatsoever in any kind of history. <laughs> yeah, I'm now, learning that. Right. Now all of a sudden we're interested in the Renaissance era. I'm also really into like the earth and not know how can we do better and help our planet with less single use items. I mean, I've always thought yeah. about it. I just never learned about it and did much more with it. Yeah. Okay. Know? So that's been yeah, kind that of kind new. of fell out of your interest in the oils, the way that you like to use them now for therapeutic reasons. Yeah, just part of like taking care of ourselves and our planet. Right. And being conscious of that. Can go hand in hand. Right. Do you think you met some uh, cool people that you wouldn't have met otherwise? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Um, the list is long there, isn't it? The list is very long. I have very good people in my life. Yeah, I mean, we've had opportunities to talk to people around the world through this platform. Yeah, Yeah. with the podcast, but also through even my healing. Mm -hmm. I consider some of the people that I met along the way, the best people. Yep. No doubt about that. Yep. So do you grow more comfortable with this as time passes of the gifts? Like that, the fact that you might have a new way of looking at things or seeing things in life that you I think it's cool. Again, that goes back to the acceptance, which we've spoken to before Mm -hmm. in the gratitude, right? Despite the hard times. It also goes back to loving myself and being embracing me and all of me. On to the last take of the day. <laughs> Terry's take number three. This topic, the last one I want to talk about today is misophonia. And for those who don't know, it is described as such. It is an over-the-top emotional reaction to a sound that doesn't bother anyone else or a sound that just simply drives you nuts. To provide some additional background on this, before we get to Terry's perspectives, just in case you're not up to speed, it is very common for folks who have a TBI, and post-concussive syndrome, to deal with something like this. It is very common for folks to get triggered by oral sounds, such as chewing, breathing, or some small things such as finger tapping. Terry's giggling because she she knows what's coming. (laughs) The responses can be range anywhere from annoyance to rage, depending on the individual and the severity. No, some have it much more significant than others. People have anxiety that's related to it. Right? I feel like maybe I'm on the spectrum then. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get to you in a moment. Don't you worry about that. Now, here's, here's something I learned about this, Terry, because I've been exploring this a little bit in recent times, but sometimes it's mistaken for bipolar or OCD, and that it's actually related to the connectivity of parts of the brain that processes both sound and the fight and flight response. Regular exercise, proper sleep, and talk therapy are all good things to do to aid in the treatment of this, and in some cases, hearing aids are used. I got two articles in the show notes so you folks out there. If you want to dig a little deeper, you can. So, Terry, with everything that's just said here, question number one is, have you picked up on this in yourself? No. <laughs> uh, yes. 
You could be honest. You, my chewing now drives you nuts. Never yeah, did before. So does when you start tapping your yeah. finger yeah. or your Don't pen. Don't do it now. Touch your touch your <laughs> hand and tell you to stop. It's annoying. Yeah. You snoring at night? Oh, please. Like we said, people, this is real, <laughs> raw, and uncensored. I am a snorer. <laughs> He's so loud. Uh, Even my breathing recently has been driving you nuts. When you're like breathing have, loud. Yeah. Over I, my shoulder. I tell you to breathe softer. <laughs> Yeah, I've been dealing with a little bit of a head cold this last week, so it's been driving Terry nuts. Yes, I say, why are you breathing loud? (laughs) So do you think that it's possible that so many more are being diagnosed with bipolar and OCD because they've actually had a brain injury and this is a symptom of it? Could be. I I think it's very possible. Mm -hmm. Now, you as a teacher, looking back now on what I just told you, do you think it was possible that it affected some of your students? Because I know you had had students that somebody would do something in a classroom and drive another student crazy. Oh, yeah, sure. Did you sure. see a lot of this? Sure, sure. And a lot of some of their other behavior, too, really. Describe that. What do you mean? Like their attention, their focus, oh, their irritability, okay. Okay. quick to so rise. Like, okay, so okay, I get what you're saying. So you're talking about like other symptoms of of pcs yeah would you say to the general public right now that you might have tendencies to to be getting a little over the top not somewhere between the annoyance and rage parts no never never rage. <laughs> never just, rage yeah no never rage. Yeah. just just like i let you know i just yeah. think it's do you think it's new? annoying do you think it's new? oh yeah definitely okay all right fair enough any any words of wisdom other than touching my hand to tell me to stop that you would use to try yeah. to like get out of that for yourself? Well, what I try to tell myself, so if yeah. this is words of wisdom for the people out there, what I yeah. try to tell myself when I'm doing it to stop myself, like I'm letting it happen. I go, just remember, put it in perspective, Terry. It's just breathing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah. Doesn't always work. But maybe maybe you're doing that more often than I realize. <laughs> yeah, it's my little self-talk in my yeah. head. You don't always hear it. <laughs> Any other closing comments for the topics that we discussed today, Terry, that you would like to bring up? No, but it's funny that you like tape. You want to tape and put on a camera at Terry's takes. Because, you know, my reaction is usually <laughs> not like what? Are you throwing at me? No, it's fun. That's what it yeah. kind of makes it fun for me. Hmm. For me, anyway. That's what it is. You could do a Drew's takes. Doesn't matter. You can. I want them to comment if they want me to do <laughs> take over the ep- episode, record it, and maybe it be a Drew's take. Oh, you're saying like flip it around. Or do you just want me to do just an episode where I'm recording? It could be any episode. Any episode, how? What do you I mean? lead the way. Uh, okay, that's what I mean. You're going to take over. That will be interesting. We'll yeah. be like, squirrel, oh, another squirrel. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. Oh, I love doing this with you, my lady. See, I threw in a little of the Renaissance uh, lingo there. <laughs> you, you always yes, have lady. that. Oh, lady. yeah, do the accent. Yes. Yeah. All right, folks, there you have it. The latest installment of Terry's Takes to celebrate episode number 50 of A Battle Within. Hopefully you found it enjoyable and got something out of it. Connect with us at abattlewithin.com or on Facebook and Instagram at A Battle Within. 
If you'd like to be featured on the podcast or know someone you think should be, please reach out to us on the contact page at abattlewithin.com or message us via Facebook Messenger. Do you have any ideas for episode topics? Reach out and offer them up as well. We'd love to hear what you might want to be seeing us talk about. Please take the time to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you may listen. And be sure to share with everyone in your life you feel could benefit. Notes and resources for this episode are available at abattlewithin.com backslash 050. Until next time, for those healing, show yourself some grace. For those who know someone healing, show them the same and give them a great deal of love. Bye, folks. Take care, folks. Keep battling. Bye-bye.